here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, Mr. Damon McDonald. And at the time that we are recording this, it is Saturday, November 21st. We just got done watching the first show of New Japan's World Tag League, live from Corican Hall. But before we get into that and talk all about that card, Damon, what's going on, man? Well, look, I got bad news to report. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Once again, I'm sitting here with a, with a case of the sniffles. I got a cold again. I, I know it's from that fucking plane. And I know it's from, you know, sitting in that stupid, you know, sports book with all the smoke and everything. I, uh, my, my immune system is shot. I'm an old man. I feel like I feel like I have to live in a plastic bubble. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I got a little sniffles. I got a little uh, sore throat, but uh, nothing like I had before. I don't think it's the flu, but uh, yeah, I'm sick again. I'm like, what the frig? I mean, uh, it stinks. There's nothing worse than when you get that like pre-scratch in your in your throat, and you're like, oh, maybe I just slept with an open mouth. You know, you're getting sick. You you know you're getting sick. You're just fighting the inevitable. So. But don't worry, kids. I'll uh, I'm going to give you a hundred percent as I always do here on the PureCast. Yeah. See, whenever I get that that scratchiness in my throat, and I know right away, I I, I know. Oh shit! Isn't here it, we right, go. Right? Aren't you just like ah? Oh, this is going to waste. Just it's just, just going to it's going to stick around for like four days, five days. You know, I got shit to do, and oh, and, and there's nothing worse than blowing your nose. I. <laughs> fucking hate. Who are you, Look, Vince McMahon? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not gonna sneeze around you. Um, I'm like, fuck. I just hate blowing my nose, like, because then your ears pop, and then after a while, your nose gets all raw, and it's just ah, it's just a fucking mess, and I hate it. But uh, you know, listen, I'm not gonna be a big baby and cry, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suck it up, and uh, we're gonna have an, an awesome show as we always do. That's right, and before we even talk about this uh, World Tag League show that took place from Cork and Hall, uh, Damon, I want to get your thoughts on this Tenru retirement show. Now, I'll admit, I did not watch the entire show. However, I did watch the main event, of course, uh, Tenru having his final match with Okada, and I'll tell you what, there were, uh, there were moments in this match that kind of scared me a little. Uh, me too. There, one spot in particular was the power bomb spot, and I'll, oh and I'll, God. I'll touch on that in a little bit. But yeah, I'm I'm sitting here. So 
All right, well, let's just, let's start from the let's start from the jump, because to me, this might be one of my favorite matches of all time. Really? Yes. Now, let's let again. Let's. I want to put a a, a asterisk, a uh, disclaimer here. I say favorite in the sense of it gave me pleasure and joy. Not necessarily it was the greatest match, but it was one of my favorite matches. I've watched the match three times. There is so much great – I can't even say great pro wrestling because it was very good pro wrestling, I thought, at times, thanks to one man, and we know who that is. But the but the whole story behind it and 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 the fact that you had Okada – Literally saying, I'm going to do everything in my power, every ounce of skill and young, fresh, vibrant, athletic, 20 something year old. I'm going to give you I'm going to give everything I got to make this guy who's pushing fucking 70 to make him look like the absolute legend that he is. And I sat and I thought. What other genre, like 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 nowhere else in sports, would this possibly happen this way? Where a young there's always passing of the torches, and the announcers are like, "Oh, that's uh, you know Gretzky passing the torch to Lemieux, and or that's Jordan passing the torch to to, to Kobe," and and you know and of course it doesn't happen like it happens here in pro wrestling where it's two guys working together to make each other look good. It's not like, you know, Jordan is allowing Kobe to go dunk on him. You know, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I like when Balboa passed the torch to Clubber Lang. That was my favorite passing <laughs> yeah, just, of the torch. You like that passing of the torch? Yes. Uh, and why is it always a torch? Why are we passing torches? Why is It's dangerous. So, it really is. You, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get burned. It's hot. Um, so this match had that and it had me emotionally invested more than any match that I can really remember in a long long time so if you haven't seen the match please go out of your your way to watch it because it's it's worth at the very least watching what Okada was able to do in making Tenru look like a star there are moments Colin where I was like, if you noticed at the beginning of the match, there's a lot of offense and a lot of stuff going on right around the perimeter of the ring, right? <laughs> We're not going in the middle of the ring for much because fucking Tenru can't stand. He, not after 20 minutes of wrestling, he can't stand after walking in the ring. He needed help getting into the ring. He was in a bad way. He had no reason, you know, if it wasn't Tenru, I would probably be saying out loud, please don't do this. You're going to hurt yourself. So a lot of the offense was him holding on to the ropes while they would do shit. And it was evident early that Tenru could not do much. So, you know, there was a lot of punches and kicks and chops and so forth. But Okada, holy shit, was he a bump machine. He was just bumping like a motherfucker. Just taking, just, you know, taking shit that, quite honestly, 
you know, if it were anybody else, if this were Nakanishi, we'd be we both be doubled over in laughter, some of the shit. But then the the match hits another gear. And holy shit, the drop kicks. And and Tenru wasn't getting up. You know, Tenru wasn't wasn't able to stand at this point. So he's taking all this shit from his knees, just drop kicks and kicks and 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 like forearm shots. Then it's like, okay, we still got a little bit more to go. How about that fucking powerbomb spot? Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. We have to talk about this. So, Colin, I thought they ruined Wrestle Kingdom. I thought Wrestle Kingdom was done. <laughs> like, so, so Tenru's in the corner with Okada. Yeah. And he's setting him up for a powerbomb. And I'm watching this. And this reminds me of uh, Izzy Mandelbaum lifting the weights in Seinfeld. Like, my, my first thought was, oh, my God. Okay, this old man is going to throw out his back right. trying to get Okada up right. over his head. And so he gets him up, not not really all the way, just kind of like waist high, and drops him right on his freaking head. Yeah. And I I, I thought the, th- the, the same thing as you. Oh, my God. Well... Yeah. <laughs> that's it for Okada. Yeah. Say kiss your uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 main event goodbye because Okada. <laughs> yeah, he's not walking. He's not getting up from that. That yeah. that was that was Owen Hart, Steve Austin scary. That was that was Draws scary. Yeah, that was Draws scary. Seriously, I mean, so uh, just to put this in, in in perspective, I am watching this match in a press box right at the, at the Philadelphia Eagles Lincoln Financial Field. I'm in the press box watching this match. And as he's in the corner and he's and he's you know, he's he's got him hooked up and I'm thinking, well, you know, you can't even stand. And how are you going to get Okada up? Okada really is gonna to have to work to get himself up. You know, he's gonna jump and so as it's going, I'm I'm whispering out loud to my computer. I'm like staring at my computer screen, whispering, and I'm saying, Please, Okada, get up. Please, Okada, get up. Please, Okada, get up. Saying, as in, Okada, get up for the powerbomb. Like, get, like, find a way to just fucking crunch your abs and get yourself up <laughs> so that, because Tenro ain't going to get you up by himself. And it didn't happen. And I went, oh my God. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this out loud. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> right. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm whispering to myself now at this point, oh, my God, just move your arms, move your legs, move something. Don't, don't, don't be paralyzed. <laughs> because it, 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 the way that he dropped him, it was dangerous. Yeah, it, it, it was scary looking. Yeah. So then as we move forward in this match, Tenru's shot. Tenru shot at this point, right? He's got nothing left left in the tank, and it was just such a fucking admirable thing. And and uh, and it, it's not like he had nothing in the in the tank. And fuck you, it was he had nothing in the tank. And come on, buddy, you can make it. You know what I mean? It was that kind of thing. It was that kind of come on, just 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 uh, just run on fumes. Just just get to the finish. Come on, you can do it. And I'm cheering on Tenru. To get to the finish, you know what I mean. To 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 get just just run on fucking fumes, and he had nothing left. And the only thing that he had left, he couldn't. He didn't have the energy or the strength or the inner 
you know, athletic ability. He had the guts. He had the heart. He, he had the moves. He had, he had the moves. I'm trying to make a dramatic moment here. I'm trying to 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 bring people into this magical fucking moment, Colin Miller. And you got to bring up the moves. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just it it it, oh, it, it was so I'm evident. Really- Everybody was coming along for the ride. I see tears. I see I see a young Australian guy walking the university with tears in his eyes. Right? New I'm Zealand, a, I believe. I'm painting a fucking picture here, and you're bringing out the moobs. Well, I was I was trying to help you paint that picture. Well, you ruined the picture. All right. So anyway, all right. So yes, moobs. He did have moobs. He's a seventy year old guy. Trust me. I got mine are a little bit more uh, supple. But I got my moves. I think everybody listening to this has got their moves. So, so Damon, you you have some supple moves going on. <laughs> mine, mine aren't as saggy. Mine are supple. Mine, mine you could really nuzzle up against and just you know, purr like a cat. Um, so here's Tenru with his moves, giving it everything he's got, and I'm and I'm just saying, come on, buddy, you can you can fucking do this. Just just give it everything you got. And the only thing left that he had, Colin, was. I'm going to punch Okada in the fucking face. <laughs> and he did. He absolutely did many times. He, Okada ate quite a few of them because that's all that he had. He, he didn't even have the energy to work. He was just throwing haymakers and connecting and holy shit balls. And then the last flurry of drop kicks and just Okada saying, all right, well, you had enough strength to punch me in the face. Not for nothing. Uh, you're going to eat a couple of my boots. And boy, did he ever lay them in, right? They were some fucking drop kicks that Tenru ate for the very last time. When Tenru was on the map and he was sitting up and Okada was giving him those drop kicks, I, I, I thought that he caved his chest in. There were a couple where I, I squealed like a girl. Just at the brutality of it. It was, it was like, dude, it, you know, it would be like you guys, uh, you know, having a wonderful Christmas dinner with your grandparents and then deciding to dropkick them while they're opening their gifts. It was that horrific. Um, look, it, it was magical. I, I, I'm sorry. I loved this match. I loved everything about it. I loved everything. This was everything. Look, there's a lot of shit going on in this world right now. And by in no means am I saying pro wrestling has any room in the conversation of all that is going wrong in the world today. But for one brief, tiny moment, pro wrestling gave me hope that there are human beings in this world that give a fuck about one another. And that's exactly what it was. It was a superstar doing everything in his power to make a legend go out with dignity and respect and on top. I can't I can't put that over more. Like to me that means more than all the dumb bullshit that pro wrestling gives you. Like to me you're not going to get that in any other sport. You're not again, you're not going to get get you know Kobe you know using Michael Jordan's shoulders to to do a reverse dunk. Um, it, it, it just doesn't happen in any other, I can't think of any other profession to be quite frank. This was one of those moments that I think made me happy and proud. 
And a, a lot of people aren't going to get it. Like, you can't bring in somebody from the outside and be like, watch this match and see what happens. And they're going to get those subtleties and they're going to get, like, what's really going on in the ring. But if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you watch this and you don't get that feeling out of this match, then eh, I don't know. I don't know what I can do for you. But that's that's why this is one of my favorite matches of all time. And that's one of the things that actually crossed my mind as I was watching this match. I was thinking to myself, man, if I brought someone in the room and sat them down, somebody who has never watched a pro wrestling match before in their life, they would probably say, oh my God, this is this is stupid. Who's What's this saggy old man doing in there? Yeah, so, why why is he getting murdered? <laughs> yeah, why, 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 why is this handsome young man kicking him in the face? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. This is not one of those matches that you sit down a, to a new or casual pro wrestling fan and be like, watch this match. You know, this is not, you know, that Abushi Nakamura match or, you know, that, uh, I don't know, maybe even like a, you know, I was going to give you a, like an Undertaker uh, Foley Hell in the Cell, you know, just for the pure shock value of it. Um, no, this is not one of those matches that you that a casual fan is going to get. Um, this is a person that you're going to have to understand who Tenru was, what he meant to pro wrestling in the eighties and nineties and, and who Okada is. And, and, you know, I, I don't think it's, I don't think, you, you know, you, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure out that this is his last match, but yeah, you're going to, I'm sure there'd be a lot of comments of, Oh, why, you know, that's the worst looking offense I've ever seen. The guy can't even stand. I mean, mm, okay. Yes. But here's the story, you know, and, and, and I think the people that get it got it and the people that I haven't heard anything bad about this. You know, like, like there's there's nowhere that I've looked online that where people have, have shit on this because I think people get it. Like, I, I think people understand what this was and why this was such an awesome and, and, and historic and um, dare I say fun uh, pro wrestling match. And it just was the, the, the atmosphere in Sumo Hall, too, yeah. was electric. Yeah, because everybody there knew it. Everybody, everybody there knew what they were saying. Um, you know, if you're buying a ticket to see Tenru's last match, you're a fan, and and you understand why, and you understand what's going on, and 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 the subtleties. Again, he should physically he he had no business being in the ring. You know, he could barely stand. He's holding on to the ropes to keep his balance. Um, uh, some of that offense looked terrible, to be quite honest with you. But you know, that rainmaker, you know. You 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 could time that thing on a stopwatch, you know, a calendar. By the time he tur- finally turned around and took the clothes on, but again, if, if you're if if you're wagging your finger at that, then you're a terrible human being. Yeah, if if you expected that to look like when AJ Styles takes the Rainmaker, right, right. well, come on, right. And I think everybody. But here's the good news. The good news is is that not only was this match what it was, and and I thoroughly enjoyable and everything that is great about pro wrestling. It people got it. You know, there hasn't been a review online that I've seen that have, that is shit on this. Um, everybody got it. Everybody was in on it, and that's refreshing too. That that you read that and people um, are there, were there, and, and and got it, and were able to enjoy it. That's that's really the bottom line. You know, they were able to enjoy that moment. Um, that doesn't happen all the time in pro wrestling. Let's be honest; it doesn't really happen a, 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 all that often. But when it does, um, it's one to savor. So Okada hits the Rainmaker. He pins Tenru for the one, two, three. And after the match, who comes out but uh, Mr. Stan Hansen and Terry Funk? Yep, yep. Took the took the plane ride over. That's good. You know, there's 
I, I saw backstage photos. Um, first of all, speaking of backstage, Okada's face. Yeah, I saw, I saw those photos as yeah. he was being interviewed afterwards. Well, he, and Yeah, even on the show today, the, the, the Tag League show, there was still some swelling and a little redness. And, you know, uh, he he ate some shit. He, t- he took a lot. He, he did a lot. And a lot of credit has to go to Okada, man. I, I tell you what. That that was a hell of a fucking performance by him, and and if if he's not on it, that that's wrestler of the year type shit. You know what I mean? Like that's the guy couldn't walk, and he had a good match. He had a, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, Let me know. tell you something. If you watch this match, and you don't think that Kazuchika Okada is one of the greatest pro wrestlers in the world right now, if not the best. Then you're you're never going to think that. Then yeah, I mean this is I, I, I you know look, Tenru gave everything he had, everything he fucking had that, and that is awesome too. You know what I mean? Like he just he knew this was it. This, he knew this was his last you know time in the ring, and man, he he gave it it all. And I gotta just stand up and applaud the guy. He just just a, just a just an awesome, awesome match. And yeah, Stan Hansen coming out that add, add, added some extra flair to it. Uh, Terry Funk. Um, Terry Funk has the greatest entrance music I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the twangy guitar. That is thing. some yeah. funky jamming yeah. shit right there. Yeah, it's hey, that's Terry Funk. That's Terry Funk. Um, just a great night, you know. Um, I, I watched most of the other uh, matches. I, I didn't see everything, to be to be quite honest. I can't sit here and and, and act like I have. But uh, I thought the Daisuke Sakamoto uh, tag match with uh, uh, Suwama and, and, and Fujita that was just a brutal fucking. These were guys that obviously did not get along, um, and just beating the living shit out of each other. Uh, and again, if you're a fan of Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Daisuke Sakamoto is, is a guy that you you know you know if you don't know, you know you you're looking up you know big bruising Ishii type guy, uh, you know Makabe type guy, but I think even bigger, stronger, and and even stiffer. So uh, definitely check out. So everything after um, intermission was actually really kind of good. Um, the uh, Saito uh, uh, Kawakama is it Kawakami? Uh, yes, I believe Chosu, so. Choma, uh, here, Ishii match was was decent. Uh, Suzuki's match was was pretty good with Fujiwara and Takayama. Uh, I enjoyed that. So, look, this is a show that if you like a little comedy, if you like a little um, you know grimy pro wrestling, definitely check out the first half because there's plenty of that. You got your wingers, and and I missed. I I, I totally fucked up last week. I got winger confused with Wing Kanemoto. Is it or Kanemoto? So Wing Kanemoto was was like um, uh, a big uh, deathmatch guy. Winger was is kind of like a mass. Yeah, I fucked that up. So somebody brought that to my attention. And I was like, yeah, you know what? As I was saying it, I, I remember. So I got those two confused. But Winger was Rich- an '80s glam metal band, <laughs> right? Right. As opposed to Warrant. Um, <laughs> I, I listen. I will say this about Warrant. And there is one song that I really like, and that uh, if you look at my Spotify history, you'll see I've, I've I've gone to that well a couple times. I do like a little Down Boys. Down Boys, huh? I do like a little Down Boys. Um, where are the Down Boys go? Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. I'm, I, uh, I I dig Down Boys. Uh, so yeah, Liger's in the mix here. Uh, look, 
and like I said, uh, uh, Kabuki. I didn't see the Kabuki match. I, I, uh, Kabuki and Kai. Kai. I can't stand him. Um, uh, how is it? I, I gotta. I gotta see that because I'm. See, that's the one match I'm still seeing like just shit reviews for. Um, but yeah, look. Uh, everything before intermission is. Eh. Everything after intermission, I think, is very watchable. Uh, last two matches, I think, are worth more than the price of admission. Yeah, and I, I want to say one final thing about, about this. Warrant? <laughs> no, not, not, <laughs> not about Warrant. I'll save that for later. All right. But I, I want to say one final thing about this Tenru retirement match. Um, look, Damon, you and I obviously um, grew up watching wrestling in different eras. So I think that it's safe to say that this show and this match in particular meant a little bit more to you than it did to me. Because, I mean, you were there in in the nineties for, for all to, to watch all of these guys like your, uh, Misawas and your Kobashis and Tenru and, you know, you were there. So well, I mean, I wasn't physically there, but yeah, but I was getting the tapes <laughs> and I was in the, I was in the era. Um, I was ringing the bell as a timekeeper. You didn't know. Um, look, yeah, it, it, it did mean a lot. And, and I get the fact that, you know, 20 year olds might, it might, They'll get the fact that you know he's a legend, and they can see a lot of the stuff on 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 uh, your YouTubes and your daily motions. And there's plenty of avenues to watch stuff if you have the time to do so, and, and do your due diligence with history. But yeah, I mean, uh, I remember seeing Tenru um, at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. Uh, he was in he was actually there with the, the Road Warriors when they were doing the six man tag gimmick. Really? Uh, yeah, he was on he was on a house show. They, they closed the show. I couldn't tell you who they wrestled. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, they, they were on a house show. I remember. Uh, so I used to go to the Spectrum every month. So um, there's a lot of crazy shit, like weird people that you would see rolling down. But yeah, Tenru was there because Tenru, when he left all Japan, uh, he formed a promotion SWS. Um, and it was like, I want to say it was like an eyeglass manufacturer or like sunglass manufacturer or something like that, or some kind of optics guy, money, money mark, just, you know, they had a promotion, um, and they had a working relationship with, uh, WWF, WWE. Um, so that's where you, like, if you look online, you'll see like the Tenru Hogan matches or, and, um, like Savage Tenru. Um, that's where all these shows, these were SWS shows, um, these joint shows with the WWF. So yeah, he did a tour, um, and they wound up doing like a six. It was like IRS and some. I, I couldn't even tell you, but it was like Tenru and the Road Warriors. Eh, they were doing like a six man tag, uh, you know, international tag champs or some dumb shit. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him there. But yes, it definitely meant a lot to me. Um, it's uh, yeah. It's 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 here's here's another thing too. How depressing is it getting old? Oh, for fuck's sake! I wouldn't know. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you dirty fucking prick. Um, look, it's sad. You know, there are, you know, you know, it's time stops for no one. And that that's living proof. You know, that that, that it there there was a tear in my eye watching a guy who was pretty known for his strong style of pro wrestling not quite being able to walk. Um, and that's, uh, again, father time catching up on all of us. So, uh, count your blessings, everyone, and, uh, make, make every day special. That's my advice for everyone. You know, live every day to the fullest. Live life. By the way, whenever somebody says with a tear in my eye, what do you, what do you think the first thing is? <laughs> with a tear in my eye. Yes, of course. Uh, l l let me ask you one more question here. If you, uh, had to recommend, 
um, a match or a series of matches for someone who watched this uh, Tenru retirement match and wants to go back and and study a little bit of history and really really find out uh, what what this guy was all about. What would you recommend? Tenru Choshu. Uh, you can go uh, Tenru All Japan. His his entire run there was tremendous. Um, uh, God, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, even his match with Anoki wasn't bad. Um, like so, they had wrestling romance. He formed another promotion that was kind of invading New Japan. That that was that was some pretty good stuff. That was probably his last really solid solid stuff. Um, but Tenru in all Japan is just some great stuff. I, I um. By the way, Wrestling Romance, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were actually the company that hosted the second Super J Cup, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's accurate, yes. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, of, of that stuff, to be quite frank, but... Um, you're not well, Frank, you're Damon. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. Um, but yeah, if you, if you go back in any of those matches, fa- fantastic stuff. Um, he's a legend. You, you're, it, it's... You're not gonna. You know, I feel like I'm dancing around, like trying to give you a specific match, but there's so many good ones, and this, and this, and and it's that whole run of his. You know, Hanson and 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 uh, uh Yeah, I mean, just go back and Google it and watch, and do yourself a favor, do yourself a little history. Stop when it gets to the wrestling romance stuff, but um, I mean, stop when it gets past that stuff because to me there wasn't too much after that. But, um, yeah, go go that route. I think you'll be very happy. So moving along here to some modern-day New Japan stuff, Damon, we just got done watching the first show from the World Tag League Day 1, which took place from Corken Hall in Tokyo. And, I've been there. Uh, I know that place. Yeah, that's right. You've been there quite a few times. Yeah, you, a couple you, times. You've sat in those uh, those comfortable orange seats, right? <laughs> I certainly did. You know, it's funny when they do the crowd shots and all. Um, I was like, I stood there. <laughs> I do that like a total turd. Yeah, it's got to be wild. It is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. But, okay, so I want to go through this card. Um, I thought that this was a good show. Um, I thought there was stuff on here that was – just okay. I thought there was some stuff that was very good. So uh, let's start from the bottom and work our way up here. Uh, this show started off with a tag match featuring Mascara Dorada and David Finley taking on Kamatsu and Tanaka. Um, man, Kamatsu and Tanaka and David Finley, they always put on entertaining matches. And how, how good are these guys? I know. We say it every week, and it feels like we could just literally say it once and then edit it and splice it in, but it's the truth. Now, this match... Uh, Bushi was supposed to be in it, right? So yes. um, David Finley taking his spot there. Um, Dorada gets the pin, uh, gets the win. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, there, there's there's only so many times you can say it without sounding like a broken record. Um, I, I wish we could fast forward a little bit and and get these guys going on an excursion. Um, I'm I'm super thrilled to see what they can do here in the states. Um, I, I, and I and I think. That I think everybody else is excited for that too. So to have like a Kamatsu or Tanaka in Ring of Honor or you know, uh, you know other indies around the country and in Mexico, and to give them time to you know do one on ones and let's see let's see what we can we can do. A lot of interesting matchups that can come of that. Um, the match itself here was was a solid opener. 
you know, nothing to hand wave, but nothing that I would say, like, go out of your way to watch. It's a solid Young Lions match that, that delivered, as always. By the way, anytime I see Mascara Dorada, I just shake my head and say, man, they missed the boat on this guy. This was a guy who could have been a legitimate contender for the IWGP junior title, and they did nothing with him. And now I think pretty soon he's going to be going back to CMLL. So uh, it, it's, it's just kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, you can't hit a home run every time. We talked about that last week with the booking, and I think that's that's definitely one avenue where um, I think the ball was dropped. And, yeah, I mean, again, everybody can't be a champion, but... Uh, everybody should have a title, damn it. <laughs> everybody, a participation award. Um, effort award, like you used to get in school. Remember those? I never got an effort award. Let me really? tell you something. No, no. Either you won or you didn't. You went home and you cried in your pillow and you thought shame of yourself. That's what happened. That's that's what grew me into the man I am today. Well, I still went home and cried in my pillow. But nevertheless, I did get effort awards. Did you? Did you? Oh, that's nice. See, that's the difference between you 20-year-olds and uh, us grizzled veterans. You know, we pay our dues. We don't damn millennials. That's, that's right. <laughs> damn millennials. That's, a, that's an inside joke you gave me. All right. Um, yes, but, but like I said, good match. But, uh, yep, standard fare. So next, we saw the team of Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian taking on Tiger Mask and Juice Robinson. Um, I, I have a few things to say about this match. Number one, Christopher Daniels is the Ponce de Leon of pro wrestling. And what I mean by that is... Yeah, please explain. This guy, this guy discovered the fountain of youth, I think. And he shared it with only one other person, and that was his buddy AJ Styles. Christopher Daniels, no, seriously... He wrestles and looks the I- exactly the same um, that that he, <laughs> he wrestles the same way he did ten years ago. He looks the same way. This guy is just it, it was it, it was great to see him uh, back in Japan. First of all, um, well, look, uh, I think everybody's excited for that. Um, I I'm I'm interested. I'm hoping he brought over a little extra baggage, a little extra luggage. Uh, maybe a curry man outfit. I don't, you know, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> we'll see uh, an, an appearance by curry man. Um, I like I like Christopher Daniels. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, Frankie Kazarian, I like. Uh, they're fine. Um, can someone explain to me what's going on? Is he a general with that outfit? Well, yeah, he Christopher okay. Daniels comes out in like what looks like a an Nazi SS a outfit. outfit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cut right to the chase. He looks like a fucking Nazi. Right he now. does. All right, I'm he does, saying. and he's bald. Right, he looks like fucking Colonel Clink. I'm just <laughs> saying it. He out should. Loud. He said he he might as well just goose step to the ring. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, I mean, I, that's the vibe I'm getting. What 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 vibe am I supposed to be getting? Because I keep waiting for him to grab the house so I can go Hogan. <laughs> It's it's an SS jacket. Come on. It, it really right? Am I am I am I out of my mind thinking this? He just needs the death head cap, and he could be the Colonel Hans Landa. If he comes out with a little little square mustache, I'm gonna I'm gonna write my congressman. Yeah. So 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 Daniels and Kazarian took on Tiger Mask and Juice Robinson. Ah, uh, Damon, Juice Robinson once again. Um, he didn't do anything bad, but at the same time, he didn't do anything new either. Not talking about him. He's totally insignificant to me, to the show, to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He, he, he no, he did. What did he, what did he do? He did something. He did a plancha else. to the outside. He did, a, did a plancha. Did the airplane spin? Which he's done before. Has he? 
Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's I, I, I'm sure that he's done the airplane spin before. Um, he actually he didn't do his uh, cannonball in the corner. We missed out on that one. So and he uh, did he need, and his punches, his uh, effective shuck and jive, right? Right. All right. So uh, it's, it's Juice Robinson. I mean, let's 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 you know we we all see where this is going and nowhere fast. Um, what did you think about the debuting uh, uh, Daniels and Kazarian? How do you think they fared in their first? Uh, for for foray I believe that foray is the word that you're looking for. But how do you think they did? I thought that they fared quite well. Um, I think that Daniels and Kazarian, they are a solid team of two veterans. Um, I, I I've been enjoying their work together for a while now, and um, I would really like to see both of them uh go far in this uh, World Tag League tournament, but. Yeah. Um, I don't see that happening. Yeah, but I think um, they did okay. I, I, I did I'd okay. like to see them be a mainstay uh, in in New Japan for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think with the ROH relationship, you'll see much more of them. But I, this this first shot here wasn't tremendous. It was okay. Um, again, I don't I'm not wasn't thrilled with the partners that they had uh, with uh, Juice and it was Tiger Mask, right? Yes, it was Tiger Mask. Yeah, so okay, all right, yeah. Um, Nothing to get too excited over uh, with this match. There was uh, uh, solid work by both parties, but it was Juice and Tiger. So let's uh, let's not uh, get all uh, up in arms yet. Let's see what they get in the ring with some some solid uh, dance partners. Why am I talking like this now? Because I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, so Daniels and Kazarian making their debut here in uh... – New Japan Pro Wrestling. This next match here featured the Bullet Club with uh, AJ Styles, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, Cody Hall, and a returning Yujiro Takahashi. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Taking on the team of Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Kojima, Yuji Nagata, Manubu Nakanishi, and Jay White. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you something. Yujiro yeah. Takahashi. I, I, I've been thinking a lot lately about that story that we told on uh, the PuroCast about that gentleman that yeah. uh, you and our buddy Eric met at the yeah. ROH New Japan show. And the more I think about that story and what he said, the more it's all starting to make sense to me. You're on board, huh? Yeah. I'm on, I, I, I'm, I'm on the Takahashi train. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? Uh, look, you know, hey, he's got a ton of charisma. He's uh, he's got the girls. He's got the whole nine yards. It's, it's the problem is is when the bell rings. That's that's where I got the problem. Um, but 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 Damon, he's got this Ric Flair thing going on. Yeah, he sure does, doesn't he? Uh, this Rick Rude thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he don't have any of that <laughs> to me. Um, uh, you need to go back and watch some of his matches with Okada. They're good matches, but yeah, I mean, you know. I'm not saying they're terrible, but like I'm not spending money to bring him over. No, that's that's for sure. Um, this match was uneventful to me. Yeah, no, this this match was nothing special. Certainly, it was exactly what you would expect. We've we've seen this before many many times. Do we have to talk about it? No, I don't even think we really have to talk about it. The thing that I just wanted to bring up was that Takahashi is back. He now he got the pin, right? He, he he dyed his hair. He doesn't have. Uh, Blonde. Right, now he has sort of like a charcoal uh, thing yep. going yep. on. And he got the pin. Yeah, yeah. He got, he got the win uh, to help him uh, establish that, you know, he's not always going to be losing. <laughs> so they gave him the win, which was uh, 
a pleasant surprise. Uh, they did their brawling outside the ring, and it was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to 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 get blood from a stone here. It's, it's definitely skippable match, guys. Whenever anybody says blood from a stone, I think of that old Stone Cold T-shirt that they used to sell. Remember that? Remember that one? Oh, which one? Yeah, no, it was it was a Stone Cold T-shirt, yeah. and it it basically had his face, you know, the the where where he was screaming screaming in agony okay. in, in the in the sharpshooter with the blood with trickling the blood. down his, yeah. and it just had a picture of his face, and it said blood from a stone. That's a shitty T-shirt. Yeah, I don't know who you know. I, I I didn't buy that T-shirt. I wouldn't wear something like that. But whenever somebody uses that phrase, "blood from a stone," I think That's of that get. T-shirt. All right. Well, look, uh, you, should, <laughs> you should see a psychiatrist. I think, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm not buying that T-shirt. That T-shirt stinks. All right. So yeah, Bullet Club versus you know these guys. Nothing special here. Uh, I I think that we can pretty much hand wave this one. Uh, but I will say this: How about the Nakanishi uh, Fale? Oh yeah, I did want to talk about that. Nakanishi, how, how about it? He got the big man up and over. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, how about this? Though? The announcers were pretty hot for this match. Like when he got him up and over, they were going berserko. And 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 here's here's another reason why I won't be listening to the uh, the English commentary come Wrestle Kingdom time. You ain't gonna hear gems like that. Like those guys going berserk made made that match. You know, I don't want to say enjoyable. But it made it tolerable. It was like a little little sugar with the medicine, so to speak, because they were hilarious. They were going batshit crazy uh, when uh, when that happened. Yeah, it, it it made it taste a little better going down. Yeah, yeah, we, we know that feeling, right, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I think that we should move on to uh, the start of the World Tag League. Here we had the team of Makabe and Honma GBH taking on Toruyano and Kazushi Sakuraba. Uh, <laughs> this match, um, not, uh, not, not, not a whole lot going on here. Yano, uh, picking up the win for his team with the schoolboy on Hanma. Uh, D- Damon, do you yeah, have anything to say about this match? Well, look, you know how New Japan books in the sense that the teams that you think are going to win always kind of need to come back, you know, and it's always kind of like a little build to it. So, uh, if you were looking for upsets, if you're going to Vegas and betting, which you couldn't do because you can't bet on New Japan Pro Wrestling there, but uh, if you had a little side bet with your friends, this was the the, the uh, night to take the underdog, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it, the, it, the, the match really didn't do much for me. Uh, there was one spot where there was the Kokeshi, and then it went into the choke on Sakuraba that I did like. Um, but aside from that, there, I wasn't feeling this match at all. To be quite honest with you, I feel uh, this is a definitely skipperoo kangaroo, as they say in the pro. They don't say that at all. I just made that up. Skipperoo um, kangaroo. I <laughs> yes. like it. You like that one? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's for my Australian friends. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, don't waste your time with this match. How long do you think it's going to be uh, before Holman's body just completely gives out on him and it says no more? <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. Uh, you know he's a he's he's an in shape gentleman. Um, he's actually quite taller than I thought. Like like seeing him in person, really. Yeah, he's actually taller than I thought he he is. Um, he, you know, I was thinking about how his career has has progressed. Uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, I think actually when I was watching this match, um, and you know how he came from his deathmatch uh, roots, and you know, and I just kind of wonder like what what was his life like 
<laughs> I was actually thinking this. Like, what was Hanma's life like that led him to the pro wrestling thing? You know what I mean? Like, not everybody, you know, how do you wind up getting tubes of glass busted over you? you know? I was just going to mention that he was one of the first guys to use a fluorescent light tube as a weapon. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Like, how what happens in life? Um, to make that happen, um, and then you know, and, and where he is now, and who he is now, and and it's just, and again, he's not like he's headlining the dome, but he'll be on a dome show, and he'll be he'll be a significant uh, piece of that puzzle come January. But, but uh, just dropped my microphone. Um, but um, yeah, I was just wondering, like, like how, like uh, he's not that old either. He's not like he's how old do you think he is? Honma, uh, I want to say that he's in his early forties. I, I would think so too. I'm gonna guess he's younger. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Thirty-eight, perhaps. Um, uh, Tomoaki Honma is thirty-nine years old, actually. Ah, uh, uh, okay. There you go. I thought it was actually a little bit younger. But thirty-nine. That's yeah. that's you know he's no spring chicken. Um, so how long is his body going to hold up? Probably next week he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he, here's a guy who who is gonna as as we saw in that match with uh, Ishii from Power Struggle, he will do anything to have a good match. Anything. Yeah, unfortunately, he's that guy. You know, he's he's and 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 and, and fortunately for us, he's that guy. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those. You know, he, I think he kind of feels like he's never going to be the top guy. So he's got to do, he's got to go the extra mile. I, I like wrestlers like that. I think a lot of listeners do. They like the wrestler that, you know, the underdog or the, um, maybe the underappreciated guy. Um, and I think, uh, Hanma is, is definitely one of those guys. I want Hanma to have a good retirement though. Like I want that guy to like enjoy, you know, the, uh, the second the, half of his life, the finer things. Yeah. Yeah, well, guess what? I don't think they have a 401k plan at New Japan. <laughs> Probably not. They don't have profit sharing, I'm going to gather. Um, I, I, from what I understand, the life of a, of a middle-of-the-road pro wrestler pro, it probably explains why you see uh, people in their 70s wrestling on Tenru retirement matches. <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah, uh, pro wrestling is not the most stable of lifestyles unless uh, you're good with money and uh, you're financially wise. Moving on here to uh, a B-block match, uh, that that GBH versus Chaos was an A-block match. This one uh, featured Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, our favorite tag team. I know yeah, uh, Gallows. Tag is, team of the year. Yep, tag team of the year. Your favorite wrestler, Damon, Doc Gallows, taking on Los Ingobernables, the team of Tetsuya Naito and Evil. So, okay, so um, Evil makes his entrance right, and he still has that shitty plastic uh, Halloween sickle. Stinks. The Mordecai sickle. It stinks. Terrible. Yeah. You know, for some reason, I didn't mind it as much at at, at the Osaka show, but it looked so awkward in Corican Hall. It's entirely too big. (laughs) Yeah, it's way too big, and it just just looks like a... uh, a plastic toy that yeah. you would you would you would go trick or treating with, right? It's horrible. I I I saw that, and him trying to get that piece of shit plastic sickle through the curtain, and he couldn't. He looked like Guy Smiley trying to get through the fucking curtain. Um, anybody get that Sesame Street? No, nobody. Um, it was horrible, and it's plastic. It's obviously plastic. Um, 
It's too big. It's entirely too awkward. Uh, the robe stinks. Um, I should show you. I have a picture of like a Halloween from like about four years ago, three years ago, where I literally am evil. <laughs> like I was, it was, but it was like a night. So I, I, I got it like like two days before the Halloween party, and um, it was like a you know a night. So it's like you had like the robe and a sword and like chainmail. I'm telling, and I and I did my eyes just like evil, right? I swear to God, I saw the. I picture. need to see this picture. I I will uh, I will text it to you. Um, I think it's still my phone. I'm not sure. So you were be- the original evil. I will I will text you. I, I I will send it to you. I might not be able to do it now because it's not on my phone, but I will send it to you. Yeah, I was the original evil. Absolutely. I'll tw- and I'll tweet that motherfucking picture out. And everyone will see that I was the original evil. So, so yeah. So, so evil comes out with a plastic sickle. He's got the Freddy Krueger glove on that shoots the green lasers out. And I didn't like that in Cork, and it looks stupid. Yeah, it's just, I, I gotta be honest with you. Everything that we liked about this going in seemed a little bit on the uh, ghetto fabulous side. Yeah, like it worked in Osaka, but here it just looked like shitty indie backyard pro wrestling i'm sorry to say so it really did so he makes his entrance and then who we think is naito comes out but he takes off the mask and who is it but bushi bushi is now a member of los ingobernables yeah so that might be a response to la sombra right who uh as we all know recently signed his uh deal with nxt slash wwe la sombra a former los Ingabanables. Very good, Damon. Very good. Not bad. I had to like really sound it out. Um, Member in uh, in Mexico. So uh, maybe that's a response. Maybe that was a plan all along. Who knows? But yeah, Bushi was a nice little spread. When he was walking out and he had the mask on, my first thought was, man, Naito's kind of slimmed down and looking good. (laughs) And then he takes off the mask. I was like, wow. Oh, it's not Naito at all. Uh, it was Bushi. Uh, so, yep, the stable is uh, getting more members, more recruits. So it uh, makes things a little bit more interesting as well. I like I like this. I, I do like the way that that's going. Yeah, so we saw um, – okay, well, first of all, what did you think of this match? I thought it was a decent match. Um, I liked it. I thought it was two heel teams beating the shit out of each other. I love the fact that they went up in a crowd because you know that's not something that happens all the time. I think the last time I saw them go up in a crowd in Corrigan was uh, AJ Styles against uh, Bad Luck Fale, G1, right? Remember yep, that? Yep. Oh, oh, how could I forget? I was there. Of course <laughs> um, you were. Of course I was. Um, bastard. But I, I, I know. Uh, listen, it cost me a lot of money. Come tax time, I'll be paying for it, I'm sure. When are you going to take me to one of these things? Jeez. Uh, listen, you know what you got to do to to get a plane trip to Japan. Listen. Not for nothing. You know, these things don't come free. Uh, boy, that was really weird, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a bit awkward. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, they brawl in the crowd. I like that. Um, I, I, I had, I had, I'm telling you, I had no problems with this match. I really didn't. I really didn't have a problem with that. I like the way that they decided to just let it all hang out and let it, let it, let it go and and brawl and and two heel teams. And uh, I like, I do like evils evilness like i like the fact that he is a uh, super heel in the sense of uh the biting and the gouging i kind of i kind of think that's fitting for him and uh a, a little bit of a surprise uh, finish there for you pinning the tag champs the funniest part in this match was when uh so so naito and carl anderson are brawling and uh anderson anderson literally like throws him out the door right like, yeah. like he throws him out the door. Naito goes through the doors, and then like a couple minutes later, the camera 
shows him in the audience just sitting <laughs> like <laughs> amidst the audience just like yeah. you know taking a rest like looking on that stuff like that just cracks me up I, I i i've been saying it for for weeks now i love this heel naito character i like the i like the fact that the stable is growing i like the fact that there's new members and 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 uh it's an interesting dynamic i i do like that in recent weeks it's definitely uh i've turned the corner of on naito himself uh working this gimmick um Match itself, again, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good, solid brawl between two heel teams. Um, is it something that I'm going to go out of my way to watch again? Probably not. But uh, hey, listen, if it's uh, the, your first time watching the show, I think uh, that's a good that's a good launch point. What do you think of uh, Naito pinning your man Gallows with with the flippy doodle finish? Yeah, that, that flippy doo finish. Uh, great. You know, I was kind of surprised. You know, tag champs losing opening round uh, or opening night. Uh, of, of the of the tourney that's a pleasant surprise i like that uh, i like the fact that gallo's looking at the lights eh, no problem at all I, I like this a lot by the way i only counted two cock swings in this match and they weren't yeah. even in full view yeah you know listen i, I think he's on to our gimmick you know i think he's uh i think now he's just you know he's noticing that we're missing it he's noticing that we're longing for it and it's, it's, it's gonna be i think something special is planned for the dome i think he's gonna come out with a like a giant inflatable penis <laughs> Like like the 1987 Beastie Boys. <laughs> I just pictured that in my mind right now. And um, it's like the big stage set up, and it's just going to be one gigantic inflatable penis coming out from the stage. He's going to come out and swing in it. Oh, it's going to be magical. It's that would be a, be a Wrestle Kingdom moment for sure. Be, absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be in the, like, the, you know how they do like the, uh, the video package when they, uh, ah, never mind. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so next we had the team of Mayu Tag, uh, Goto and Shibata taking on Nakamura and Tomohiro Ishii. I thought that this was a very good match. Absolutely, absolutely great match. Um, the finish, not so surprising. Um, and here's what I like. And, and, and here's how logical New Japan can be. The better team won. And what do I mean by that? Well... Goto and Shibata, you know, they've been the tag team for a while, former tag team champs. You know, they they, they had a cup of coffee, as they say, with the belt. Um, they are a more established tag team. So the two singles competitors, two singles champions, Nakamura and, and, and Ishii, uh, collectively as a team couldn't overcome the collective efforts of a team that has been a team on numerous occasions. Now, you could one could argue and say that well, Ishii and Nakamura have teamed before. Yes, but in the logical progression of things in this calendar year, I think uh, you would tip the hat to uh, Gocho and Shibata in, in that favor. So I like that. I like the way that they booked that. Uh, you know, Ishii and uh, was taking a fall here, right? You knew that if anybody's taking a fall, he was probably the one. And that's your never champion. Um, so interesting, interesting, uh, way, way to go there. Now, I think what's even more interesting is this never title, to be quite honest with you and where that might be going. And that, that might be a discussion we might want to hold and save till after we're done the last match. But I'm really curious as to where this never title match goes, because if we agree that Hamna, Hamna and Makabe, GBH, great GBH. bash heel. Yes, if they're uh, you know moving on in this tournament and taking on Gallows and Anderson for the belts at the dome, then 
that kind of opens up a couple people for the Never title. And we could discuss that after we finish up this review. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to discussing that because um, it's, it's, it's kind of foggy. But last match here, the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Big Mike Elgin taking on Kazuchika Okada and Yoshihashi. Look, Michael Elgin, he is a guy, I, I know that we've probably said it during our G1 shows, he, he's built to work in Japan. He's built to work this style. The crowd loves him. Um, I thought that this was great. Yeah, he is the most over American, North American uh, since... You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I think he's more... He's gotten over quicker than AJ. Yeah, yeah, he has. I mean, he, I, he got really over so. during the G1. I really think so. I, I, I legitimately think... That Michael Elgin, the progression that that from the from his first G one match to where he is right now, has progressed faster than AJ Styles uh, when it comes to the uh, treatment and respect and uh, uh, buzz, if you will, um, in New Japan. I, it, it, he's he's he is he is tailor made for this promotion. Uh, he's in a big spotlight. He's in a big uh, uh, tag with Tanahashi. Yes, he's going to be taking his fair share of falls but man oh man is like i get jacked up for a for a fucking michael elgin match in new japan and let me say this i can't believe how many fucking promotions have dropped the ball that's what does that say about new japan we, we you know we've been shitting on new japan for a while about all the balls that they've been dropping lately right between the junior tag between the actual junior strap and kushida uh, you know, there's plenty of places where you could say, and 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 and, and Dorada, and you know, there's plenty of spots where you can be like, eh, you fucked up there, boys. Yeah, they they dropped the ball more times than Shawn Michaels did when he was commissioner. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but Michael Elgin, they, they here's what they've done. Here's what they've done with they've done with Michael Elgin. They let him fucking go. They let him do his thing, right? They let him be a monster. A friendly monster, a lovable monster that if he gets a little riled up, you're dead. You're a dead man, right? Like the cookie monster. Just like him, right? <laughs> um, there are plenty of other promotions where Michael Elgin has worked, and I'm looking right at you, Ring of Honor, who completely fucked up Michael Elgin. There's a lot to be said about what Michael Elgin did and the social media, but the, the backlash, all that horseshit. All I got, it, all I know is this: this guy takes a plane trip to Japan, and he's the most over motherfucker on that show. He's amazing. He's doing well every time he's there, and and it's and it's fresh and it's exciting, and the people are digging it. And he and he and he brings people uh, into the matches that may be on the fence. By the time you leave that building. You're you're on the Michael Elgin bandwagon. How about that double fallaway slam? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's a fucking beast. I mean, the the the, the suplex that he pulls him off over the top rope from the outside. Look, this is a big spot for Michael Elgin. Um, I I I love what New Japan is doing with him. Just letting him be, just letting him do what he does. You know, giving a giving a little bit of a of a of a dirty edge. You know, he's he's got the uh, the robe. He's, you know, he's kind of doing a little Steve Williams gimmick. He's got right? a, little a little Doctor Death thing going a little, on. A little Doctor Death thing, a little Bam Bam thing, similar um, to how Takahashi has the Ric Flair thing. Very similar, <laughs> very right neck and neck, right? 
Um, but yeah, I just love the fact that they're just leaving him alone and letting him do his thing. And uh, yeah, there's 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 plenty of other places that missed the ball on it, Michael Elgin. And uh, again, I'm sure there are a lot of factors that go into that. But boy, oh boy, New Japan home run on Michael Elgin. So Michael Elgin picks up the win here for his team with with a uh, Revolution Elgin bomb on Yoshihashi. Yeah, they looked tight. Uh, it was like a- yeah, Tanahashi and Michael Elgin close out the show here. Now, okay, we have to talk about um, Michael Elgin's future here because, as I said, he's a guy who who's just tailor-made, tailor-built to work in front of this Japanese audience. But, you know, a lot of people are reaching out to Michael Elgin, and I don't even think this is a rumor. I think that this is confirmed that uh, he has been in discussion with uh, NXT. I said last week, it's it's. I don't think it's any surprise, and and NXT would be stupid not to to at least send some feelers out. I know that he's in negotiations negotiations with Ring of Honor to rework his deal. Uh, his contract is expiring. Um, you know, New Japan is always an option. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of people knocking on Michael Elgin's door. Um, he's going to do what's right for him and his family. He has a new child. I'm sure that you're well aware. Um, so he's going to do what's best, and whoever makes him the best deal, and, and if that's New Japan, that awesome for us. If that's NXT, okay. Uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to lie; I'll be less than thrilled. But um, hey, he's got to do what's right. I'm sure that that he's got plenty of offers, and he's uh, mulling them over with him and his family. I'm going to give all of our listeners a little spoiler. Warning here, because I'm about to spoil some Ring of Honor taping results. Uh-oh. So here we go. Spoilers. You have five seconds to turn this podcast off. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so Michael Elgin won the survival of the fittest, right? Which uh, basically guarantees him a shot at the ROH world title. And I believe at the taping, he announced that he was going to be challenging for this title in Japan. Correct. Yes. So the word that we received was, uh, yeah, Elgin wins, challenging Jay Lethal, don't. So uh, for those of us that were kind of clamoring and, and hoping and wishing for an Ishii Elgin, well, don't look like that's going to be happening for the Never title. It looks like it's going to be a Ring of Honor belt. And and again, I said it's going to be a good match, and, and Jay Lethal is going to do everything in his power to make it a great match. Wait a minute, so Jay, Lethal. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. AJ is going to be wrestling twice that night. What are you talking about? <laughs> my, my bad. My, my bad. Uh, yeah, right, because AJ's winning the belt in Philadelphia uh, at the Ring of Honor show. Uh, well, uh, if that doesn't happen, we'll have Jay Lethal and we'll have uh, Michael Elgin. Uh, Doing their best, and again, I, I don't know how well they work together. Um, I, I pr- would prefer an Ishii Elgin, but um, like I said, Elgin and uh, Lethal is, is not chop a liver. No, that's going to be a good match, but but yeah. So let's get to this never title situation because we thought that okay, so if Makabe and Honma, if they're really going to go all the way in this World Tag League and they're going to get the shot against Guns and Gallows at the Dome then, okay, we thought that Michael Elgin would be the, the uh, natural choice, the challenge for this never open weight title. Right. So, okay, so Michael Elgin is going to be challenging for the ROH world title. Now, let's assume here that GBH does make it to the finals. They win the World Tag League. They, they're having their match at the Dome. Who's left here to, to challenge for this never open weight title uh, against right. Ishii? That's my question. Now, 
here's here's here are the people that are are left in limbo and don't have anything going on. Bad luck, Folly. Right. Yuji Nagata. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm just naming names at this point, right? Um, Tenzan. Tenzan. Kojima. Nakanishi. Uh, Nakanishi. Chijiri. Tamatonga. Tamatonga. Uh, I mean, who else? Did you say Tajiri? Yeah. Is Tajiri in New Japan now? Oh, I'm um, not Tajiri. Yeah, yeah um, Takahashi. I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. You got me like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I suck. You confused me there, Tajiri. Like if Tajiri, that would be awesome. He was just in Philly recently. Actually. Was he? Yeah, and he was on the House of Hardcore show. Um, yeah, my bad. You, I would love a Takahashi versus Ishii match. (laughs) I think think that would be amazing. I think the Takahashi is just what this never openweight division needs to to breathe some youth back into uh, the original meaning of the title. All right. Well, uh, that's my pick. Okay. I'm not on board with that. But you could see that it's a little thin. Now, this is where they bring somebody in. This is where we're getting a special guest. This is where maybe a Ring of Honor. Another Ring of Honor um, combatant. Um, and speaking of Ring of Honor, you know, we um, there's one tag team that that is kind of has me scratching my head that we haven't seen them, and that's the Briscoes. I was literally just about to mention that. I'm not even joking with you. I first of all, what are, what are the Briscoe brothers doing right now that they couldn't have been booked on this uh, New Japan tour? They're tending to their chickens. <laughs> I, I guess so, down in uh, Sandy Fork, Delaware, with uh, yeah. Papa yeah. Briscoe. Yeah, they got some chickens to take care of. You know, that, the chickens ain't going to take care of themselves. No, they're not. I guess. That's, that's what Cows aren't going to milk them. They have to be milked no. every morning. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what other obligations the Briscoes had. But, yeah, I think, they, uh, I think people were pretty excited to, with the possibility of them coming by. But uh, maybe we'll see them when uh, the Ring of Honor show started up. But, um Yes, it is a um, a Briscoe list tournament, but the Never Title. Getting back to that, it's um, kind of barren. I don't know wh- where they're going with this. So, if uh, anybody has any ideas, uh, by all means, uh, hit us up on the Twitter box. Yeah, tweet us at Purocast. Uh, engage us in discussion on our Facebook because uh, Damon, I'm I'm at I'm at a loss here. You know, if if Elgin's not going to challenge for it, and you know, okay, you know. What, what do you think of the possibility here that we're wrong about GBH uh, going all the way in this tournament? And if it's not them, then who is it going to be? Uh, I mean, it could be a, a Naito evil. I, I don't see that, though. I it really could, don't see that. because could be I, a Shibata Goto. No, I don't see that either. Because I think I, those two are, are kind of married to each other at this point, right? Those, those, yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. Are, are married to each other, and I think that that's where the direction that they're going to go in for I the think dome. that that match is all but confirmed for the Dome, really. I mean, in my mind, at I least. I would think it's some, in some way that that's correct. So, again, it kind of leaves Ishii kind of in limbo, in, in a sense of, okay, so who's he defending against, um, if, if that's the case? So... Yeah, I, I still think it's going to be the the Hamna uh, Makabe, but um, if that changes, and I probably maybe go with a, I would go with Goto, you know, Goto and Shibata though. But Goto we Shibata, we, I mean, we, I don't think Taven and Bennett. Yeah, can you see the Kingdom taking on the Guns and Gallows at the Dome? I can't. 
Well, let me tell you something. They did it in the Don Taco. Yeah. That, that was a terrible. That was the, the match where uh, Maria got laid out by Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gun That's stunned. Right. No, I think that uh, it's a possibility. It could be uh, former IWGP tag team champions. Yeah, I just I don't could see be. it, though. I don't see it. I hope not. I, th- I really think it's the direction that we've been talking about before. But again, if it is, then who's the never champion? And I guess we'll or ne- the never match the opponent for Ishii. Who's that going to be? I guess we'll have to label that as we'll have to wait and see, Colin. Right. So this was your day one of the World Tag League from Cork and Hall. And we got a question on, on Twitter. And the question was, OK, what are you guys going to be doing? about the shows how are you going to be reviewing them now i have, I have no fucking idea <laughs> <laughs> i do have an idea damon okay do you okay yes well, let's hear it if you've been following us since the beginning we started around the time of uh the g1 and the way we did it with those shows is that uh we didn't review the entire show we basically just went over the uh the g1 matches themselves and uh, I mean, on on some of the episodes, we were reviewing like t- two or three shows worth of uh, G one matches. Right. So I believe that um, there is another uh, World Tag League show on Sunday, November twenty second. Same night as uh, SummerSlam, right? Not SummerSlam. SummerSlam. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Yes. Um, the- I, this cold is really really battering me. It's yeah. Cold. Yeah. Blame it on the cold. Blame it on the rain. Um, it's uh, yeah, Survivor Series. Yes, uh, Survivor okay. Series. If 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 you're into that sort of thing. So anyway, yes, it's the same night tag league, uh, night two. Um, and it goes on throughout the week. Now the good news is is that we do have a little bit of time to watch some of these shows with uh, the holidays approaching. So uh, you know, I'm sure. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna record on the weekend. The show that is closest to when we record, we're going to go into deeper depth, and then the ones that were passed, we'll do the highlights. That's probably what we're going to wind up doing. Right, and that's essentially what we did for the G1. And uh, this is basically the G1 tag tournament, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's the same formula. So that's how we're going to do that one. That's how we roll on uh, the, the coverage there. So hope that answers your question. By the way, while we're on the subject of Thanksgiving, and I think this is important, Damon, I I, I know that, well, I want to know, and I know that our listeners want to know, what are you going to be doing for your Thanksgiving holiday? Well, that's a wonderful question, Colin. Uh, I will be traveling to the wonderful state of Maryland, and I will be uh, attending a wonderful Thanksgiving feast at a friend's house that we go to. Usually we go there Christmas. So we spend Christmas holidays with this uh, family who's a very nice family. They're wonderful family. Friends, friends of ours. Um, and I'll be, we'll be traveling down to uh, Townsend and uh, celebrating the holidays there. I'll be baking my world-famous macaroni and cheese, and uh, we'll be uh, living large. Wow, so so you actually cook for the Thanksgiving holiday. I, we did this already, yes. Usually uh, I, I will cook the whole nine yards, but uh, this year we'll, we'll be traveling down to our good friend Gabby's. And um, so, yes, I will not be uh, in, in, the, in the kitchen all day. It'll be uh, just a little bit, just a, you know, a couple things, a couple trees of the mac and cheese. It's uh, wonderful. I do a wonderful job with the mac and cheese, I must say. Do you want to hear what I'm doing? What's that? It's not nearly as exciting as what you're doing. But uh, I'm going uh, back home to the, to, to the folks' house. Uh, where, now, where's that at? Okay, the folks live about, uh, I'd say, an hour north of me. I'm uh, in the Lehigh Valley right, right. now. So, so uh, Are they in New York? 
Uh, no, 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 no. They're 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 not New York. It's still Pennsylvania. But right. um, yeah, they're about an hour north of me, and uh, I have two golden retrievers and a a very large calico cat who probably think I'm dead right <laughs> now because they haven't seen me in God knows when. Aww. So so I'm looking forward to uh, paying them a little holiday visit, and uh, you know, look, look, I'm I'm not I my culinary skills extend to uh, making an omelet. Right. And toasting a bagel. So <laughs> we know your bagel skills. You got strong bagel skills. <laughs> I do have that. strong bagel skills. I can make you a killer uh, bagel with some smoked salmon and cream cheese. And is it, this is this is established. We 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 know your your bagel game. My bagels bring all the ladies to the yard. <laughs> but uh, my my contribution to this Thanksgiving holiday feast is I am going to go and pick up a turkey cake. From uh, a, 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 a what? A, it's 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 just a big sheet cake with a turkey on it, basically. <laughs> but <laughs> but it is from oh, a fucking horrible. Why don't you bring something good? Well, th- th- this cake is going to be delicious. You're not letting me finish my statement, damn it. Where are, you, where are you getting this cake? I'm getting this cake from the Carvel ice cream shop. Oh. I don't know if you've ever had Carvel ice cream before. I certainly have. The the cakes are deli- a cookie puss or two in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, Cookie Puss just threw me right off. Right off my game. <laughs> That's what the cake was called. It was called a Cookie Puss. That would be like our secret word if we like remember on on, on Gomer Pile when when the secret, <laughs> the secret word was 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 Hootie Who? No, no, I'm not I'm not 106 years old, Colin. I don't remember that. I'm you ever watched it in Gomer Pile? No, why would I when I what? No. Why you're 20. I'm, t- I'm 26, first okay. of all. There's still no reasonable excuse why you should be watching fucking Gomer Pyle. And where are you watching Gomer Pyle? I, ha- I haven't watched Gomer Pyle in a while. Okay, but-, but, but, okay. Let's let's give it the worst case. Nobody gives a shit about this, by the way. I don't care. Um, Let's go back 10 years. So now you're 12. Right? Wait, wait, wait. 10 years? I was, okay, okay. All right, you're about 12, right? All right, right, sure. 15, whatever. I don't give a shit. Around there, right? Sure, sure. What channel are you watching Gomer Pyle on? Probably um, TV Land, I, I, I would guess. Okay, that makes make sense. But, oh, my God. Colin. Well, anyway, <laughs> I have an old soul, Damon. Old soul? Your fucking cock is screaming at you. Get me out of the house. We're watching Gomer Pyle. <laughs> no, wait a second. Wait a second. You know, you know that I am getting out of the house tonight. Uh, you are. You are going out tonight, which I'm, I'm very proud of you. You, you. you still didn't get your leather jacket, you twat. <laughs> and and you know what? I I was going to say no to the invitation too, like I was so okay. Here here's my thing. I am the kind of person who uh, when when somebody invites me to do something, I'm like ah oh, son of a bitch. Now I have to put on pants and yeah. leave the house. And yeah. but then at the same time, later that evening, I'll be bitching because I have nothing to do. So it's really a no win situation for me. Dude, I'm the same guy. Like, I'll be like at a bar or whatever, and like I have to go somewhere alone or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, I don't want any fucking people to talk to me. Just leave me alone. And then they get mad when nobody fucking talks to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, why is everybody fucking talking to me? I'm a yeah, so, guy. <laughs> so I can't win. But anyway, yeah, I'm going out tonight to to some to, to some bar to watch some boxing, bo- some, some boxing match. I don't even know who the hell's fighting, but yeah, uh, the shit out of each other. That's always fun. <laughs> it should be a a, a good time. Well, well live tweet us. Live tweet us uh, on, on the Purecast. Do it on the on the Purecast feed. Live tweet the event, and I want to. I want we want we want sneaky picks, right? 
what sneaky pics of the girls that are there, right? Uh, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneaky pic of, of, the, of the leather jacket. Right? I might even take a, a a selfie while I'm there and wow. post it on our Twitter account. You, everybody's gonna go crazy. No, literally, I can't imagine anybody listening to this right now. <laughs> a selfie of my miserable mug. All right, let's get Colin laid, guys. Let's get, let's. Get, if there's any ladies out there. There's no ladies listening to this, but hey, hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, the woman for me could be listening to this podcast right now. You know, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. So let's let's make that a 2006 goal. Let's start with the leather jacket, right? All right, we're 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 gonna get that leather jacket. All right. But uh, we want to thank all of you for if you're still listening to this right now. God <laughs> right. bless you. Seriously, you you guys are just troopers. You know, for those of us who have been uh, listening to us since we first started this in July, I think it was, right? Uh, yeah, it was. It was before G one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we started this 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 humble little New Japan oriented podcast in July, and here we are on ah, I think this is episode. It's got to be episode eighteen, I, I I believe. Yeah, we're 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 approaching another milestone, Colin. Yeah, boy, when 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 we get to that episode number twenty five, that silver anniversary, we're we're, we're going to have something special planned for that. Are we? <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. We'll right. talk about that later on in one of our production meetings. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, thank you to all of our great listeners there in uh, America, Australia, New Zealand, England, all over the country. All of our great PuroCast listeners, remember spread the word. You can subscribe to us directly on iTunes. It will go right to your mobile device as soon as we upload it to the feed. And of course, check us out on the Great Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Um, I believe they actually just had uh, Dave Meltzer on the Shake Them Ropes podcast. They did. It's on my phone, ready and uh, waiting to listen. That should be fun. Uh, great got by them um and it makes I, me wonder does dave that? Meltzer know about the puro cast probably not i don't think anybody who voices a wrestling knows about the <laughs> <laughs> hey hey be positive damon come on uh but hey look uh the great stuff going on over there we say it every week uh at the voices of wrestling stuff uh joe lanza wrote an awesome uh article on um the tenru match so again wet your whistle uh, with that, and then check out the match if you haven't already. Uh, the forums are really a place that I lurk a lot. I don't really contribute a lot because I'm a creep, but um, great stuff over there. Um, you know, and, and you know, everywhere, everywhere there's there's good stuff. So listen to us, listen to the voices of wrestling team, shake them ropes. Uh, even the, the the Brit Roundtable. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to that. I, I love the, like they can talk about like anything, and I I listen. I just love the way that they just. Oh, all right, I'm they're a fun group it. of guys. They're a fun group of guys. The accent, you know, gives me a tingly down my spine and all. You know, they're... I thought you were going to say tingle somewhere else. But... <laughs> I like an accent. Um, they seem like good guys, good lads, as they say. Um, so good brothers. I hate good brothers. Um, that's 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 bullet club. I don't say good brother. Anyway, um, so good good on you guys at Voices of Wrestling. Well done as always. And uh, Reddit, the people over there, they're always swell guys over there too, and gals and. Uh, um yeah we love all of you so thank you for listening and thank you for uh sticking it out thanks yep and once again remember follow us on twitter at purocast like us on facebook and we will be back once again next week uh same time to discuss more of these world tag league shows so for damon mcdonald i am colin miller happy thanksgiving everyone we shall see you next week bye
here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.